This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the SEO Mindset. Your hosts are myself, Sarah McDown, and the absolutely splendid Tasman Sullivan. Uh, quick reminder that if you want to support us, you can give us a donation over at Buy Me A Coffee. Uh, it can be a one-off donation and if that's something that you'd like to do, um, then you'll find a link in the show notes of this episode. Um, and I also want to remind you that um, you can also visit the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen um, and you'll be able to subscribe to where you listen to podcasts. Um, so if you, again, the link will be in the show notes, um, but that way you will never miss a new episode when it's available. Um, so, Tasbin, hi. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I am splendid. I mean, Thanks. feeling a little bit um, coldy, but then I think everyone is at this time of year. I've got a cough, so if I do splutter, apologies in advance. <laughs> but I've I've done all the prep. I've had the hot water and honey and the strepsils. But fingers crossed, we get through this episode without me having a coughing fit. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. But um, yeah, and because we were joking about this earlier, weren't we? About yeah. sounding husky and sexy with our. <laughs> this is this is the the new theme for this episode. <laughs> Husky presenters and <laughs> and Christmas spirit. Oh yes, not yes. we've not got long till uh, the big day. You well, feeling Christmassy or no, no, I'm I'm really not. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry to all of our listeners who really are in that zone. My daughter keeps on trying to get me into that zone. Um, she's moving out soon, so I said go and take your Christmas tree with you. We're having steak and chips on Christmas Day. <laughs> she wasn't impressed. So she, now she's saying she's not moving out until after Christmas. What makes me laugh? And I mean, so so I am a vegan. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But um, I hear so many people having discussions about turkey, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> and most of the times, they don't like turkey. They don't mm. really like... They prefer chicken, for example, and yet, just because of this tradition of eating turkey, it's like, why do that to yourself? Eat what you want. Exactly. Ste- if you want steak and chips, you have steak and chips. If I yeah. want, I don't know what I'd go. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
I'm trying to think what my go-to Christmas meal would be. Um, but I'm not really that fussy, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah. To be fair, we usually have lamb. I joke uh, about steak okay. and chips. I, I'm doing it just to wind her up. But I know we'll end up having more rosa. She's a vegetarian. What does she care what I have? <laughs> But, um, yeah, oh, so, yeah, lamb. But I have been known to, um, I love leftovers. That's probably why I won't do steak and chips, because you don't usually have a lot of leftovers. But I've been known to roast a leg of lamb and um, two chickens all at the same time, just so I could have roast chicken and leftovers. <laughs> Sounds like the dream. Sounds like the dream. Uh, so, uh, what you it's you it's your episode isn't it is it like you you've planned this so what what we're talking about today so um it's more spontaneous episode this week so last saturday i had a group of wonderful women at home and we had a life success strategy day that's what i called it and the idea was for us all to take a day out of our busy lives, spend a bit of time and think about what did we want to achieve in 2023, but really tap into what did we really, really want? Not what did my boss want me to learn? What did this person want me to do? And what took me by surprise was that a lot of the women really struggled. Yeah. So we had to take a step back um, because I said, well, you know, what do you want for you? That threw them. That really threw them. But I think that might be quite normal. So we went what? through five steps yeah. to get down to the bottom of what goals were meaningful to them. And that's what the point of this episode was, is. It's not about, what again, what your manager wants or what the business wants or what everybody else wants what are the few things that you want well, it doesn't have to be few it could be loads it could be whatever you want it to be but they have to be meaningful to you yeah and that is so important and it's quite interesting that you say that like um like people aren't sort of um familiar with this kind of thinking mm. are they and like I don't know if uh, enmeshment is the right word Ooh, or I'm just I using like a buzzword um, but it's like, because you obviously, um, like you're talking to your boss, you're talking to your work colleagues, you're talking yeah. to your friends, you're talking to your family yeah. and you can easily see how their goals become sort of like your goals. Yes. Yeah. Because then there is this, um, almost like a social norm of, oh, I should want to go on a really long holiday. Holidays are a typical one where you think you should have them, but if you, if you really tap into what do you want, maybe you don't want it. Maybe you don't want to go yeah. through all of the stress of looking for a holiday, paying for a holiday, packing for the holiday, um, winding down from work, going on this holiday, coming back, having to deal with all of the laundry, blah, blah, blah. Some people quite like to have a week at home without the yeah. nonsense yeah. of travel times and getting to airports and so on and so forth. So it's about... Again, like I say, checking in with yourself and figuring out what's meaningful to you. 100%. Yeah. So you're ready. You're ready for step number one, Sarah. Give it. Give okay. it to me. I am ready. So one of the things that we found when we were doing this last Saturday was there was so much clutter in people's minds. They couldn't actually get to the bit where they thought about what they wanted. 
And a lot of the women were saying, oh, yes, but I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do the other. I can't even think about myself until all of this stuff is sorted. So step number one was declutter your mind. Our minds are so full of stuff that we need to do that we can't think clearly. So step number one is write down all of the things that are cluttering your mind, your big to-do list, and then do an audit. So the first step of your audit is be really ruthless. Cross out the things that aren't that important. Do you really need to sort out the loft? Do you really need... (laughs) I mean, if you do, go for it. But get it all down on a piece of paper and then cross out the ones that actually aren't that important. Because again, we're filled with this everybody else's to-do list as well. Mm. Then the stuff that's left, do you need to be the person who does it? Ah, delegation. Delegation. You know, it might mean an awkward conversation. It might mean reminding people of their roles and responsibilities in the home, for example. Um, But yeah, delegate. And, And on that list, make it visible to everyone in the household and say, right, I've crossed out those and those are... Those five are yours, husband, whoever. And the ones that are left that can only be done by you or you really, really want to do them, put a date that you're going to commit to doing them and put that list away. So hopefully all of that clutter now has got, you've got a plan to deal with it. So is the idea that um, by writing writing it down then, like you're actually taking it from your brain yes and you're putting it down on paper so that's the actual physical you're doing something so it doesn't just stick in your head yeah it's a bit like in that scene in harry potter where dumbledore extracts all of the thoughts (laughs) i don't know harry potter that well but i'm sure our listeners are going to be some harry potter fans i hope so okay so that's step number one you've got everything off your to-do list on a piece of paper step number two is some people find it difficult to answer what do I want but they're much better understanding what they don't want so write your don't want list ah okay I do not want to go scuba diving I know that would it take me out of my comfort zone probably do I want to do it no not doing it I mean I use that as an extreme example and I suppose as well, um, you could put like, so things that, and it's not just the your home and personal life, but this could easily be, um, you could be talking about your work life yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Um, so when you're decluttering and like do that in the workplace as well, I, I guess. And then yeah. especially with the delegation, because you might think, ah, oh, this is for me to do, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I suppose, um there might be someone that's asked you to do something or has suggested a goal or a target for you, but actually yeah. that's not right for you. Yeah. Um, so then I suppose that goes into your no list, I suppose. Yeah. Um, one, one example is supposing you're job searching. That next year you want a new job. What don't you want that job to be? For me, I wouldn't want a job that required me to travel a lot. Uh, okay. So that would be my, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want yeah. to, um, 
I, I don't mind doing things at the weekend. This is a Saturday morning, 11.25, that we're recording this. So that's okay. But if it required me to go here, there and everywhere, it's not what I want to do with my life. Yes, very important, very yeah. important. So those two steps should clear the way yeah. for you to start thinking deeper about what you do want. And I think that's a good point where we can have a break. Yes, because I think people can use this break, right, to have a think, can't they, yeah. um, about decluttering and like actually having to think about this kind of thing yeah. um, because what 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 have you got in store when we come back for part two so then it is about um what you know getting curious about what you do want dumping all that down on a piece of paper and again reflecting so a bit like we had what's on your to-do list that's currently there we're creating a new to-do list and being equally ruthless about that one Wonderful. Okay. okay, right. We shall be back. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and our episodes, you can support me and Tasmin by giving us a donation on our Buy Me a Coffee page. Uh, the URL is the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. You can donate as much or as little um, and be, and we'd be very appreciative. You can also follow or subscribe to the podcast by going to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen. Um, so by going there, you can subscribe or follow um, on your podcast playing platform of choice. And this is a great way to be notified whenever a new podcast episode is live and ready for you to listen to. We are back for part two, people. So what are your thoughts about the stuff we've covered in part one, Sarah? I really like the idea of decluttering your mind because, yeah, like I think in a previous episode, we sort of talked about how you have, is it like 70,000 thoughts a day yeah, or something? Yeah. And obviously your brain's going to get cluttered. So I like the idea of like writing them down. Mm -hmm. um, and whilst it's important to know what you want to do, um, like I really liked the advice about thinking about what you don't want to do. So how you gave the example of the job, yeah. uh, if you're looking for a new job, but maybe um, you could like assess your current job that you're doing and maybe there's some tasks that you're already doing that you don't want to do or yeah. you feel like your time could be better spent somewhere else I think is good yeah. um or like life goals as well like maybe there's something that you do religiously like every Wednesday or mm -hmm. whatever but you you're sort of thinking actually I'm not really enjoying it anymore or yeah. like so I, yeah I think that was really good and it's definitely got me thinking um so Great, yeah. And and I think um, it's about everyone giving themselves permission. If there's something they don't like doing, they're allowed to say, I don't like doing this now. Or yeah. if there's something else they want to start, like equally they're allowed to. Because you don't owe any anyone anything. No. Like, no. the only thing, you owe yourself, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's so key to like, it's okay to say no and mm -hmm. like if you don't want to do something anymore 
that's like fine just yeah. just explain and um obviously try and not be a dick about it yeah <laughs> because at the end of the day when you're saying yes to something that you don't actually want to do you're saying no to yourself yes I was going to finish your sentence because <laughs> I remember that from the course that um I was on yeah every time you say yes to something you're saying no to something for something yourself yes awesome. right I'm going to dive into step number three because this one's a bit of a biggie but at the same time I don't want anyone feeling overwhelmed about it take your time be gentle with yourself, but this step is about being really curious about you. Rather than saying, I want to do these five goals or set these five goals, ask yourself some questions. What are you good at? What's your thing? What do you find easy? What do you enjoy? All of these are clues on what sort of thing that you're going to find fulfilling. So I know... Um, I'm not good at riding a bike. It's not my thing. I don't find it easy. I don't enjoy it. Therefore, if I'm going to be um, setting my exercise regime, cycling around Milton Keynes is not the thing I'm going to do. Um, I like listening to audiobooks. I like walking. I like taking my time. That's going to be the thing that works better for me. The other thing you can look at is imagine... Um, when people ask you for your help, what's the thing that most people will ask you to do and you actually really, really enjoy it? You do it for free all day long. It makes you feel really alive. Um, think about times when you've been in that situation, you've jumped at this opportunity, you feel really good about it and, and that whole environment makes you feel like you're thriving. Yes, um, and a s silly little um, example for this, even though I've already done my I don't like Christmas, which is not true. It's not that I don't like Christmas. I love wrapping presents. Like, I really love wrapping presents. <laughs> and I do like Christmas songs. So in the past, I've volunteered at one of these places where you wrap Christmas presents for everyone. Now, not saying that that's going to become my job forever and a day, but I know that it makes me feel good and maybe that's something I put in place once a year or whatever it is. I'm going to spend some time volunteering in this area. Yeah. Um, and it also makes me feel fulfilled and satisfied. So that's something else you could ask yourself. Uh, what were you doing when you felt like you were being worthwhile to to a cause or to, to a, a charity other areas that you can talk to yourself about is when have you done something when it felt like your true self? So you know when you're doing a task that feels really difficult mm. and you're going against the grain, you're not enjoying it. Yes, you might be learning something, but it it feels like you're going uphill all the time. And equally, there are some things that when you're doing, it just feels like you've slipped into that task glided your way through it and it hasn't felt like a chore so all of these things will start giving you clues about what you enjoy where you have felt um, worthwhile because there'll be things that you really enjoy that somebody else might not somebody might hate wrapping presents for example or um Somebody might like cycling when you don't like cycling. So just because you find it easy and meaningful 
and you enjoy it doesn't mean everyone else is going to and vice versa yes yeah yeah so go on you're gonna ask uh no it's just um like i just want to pick up some uh things that we spoke about so um like especially around your point about your true self um and i think that's so important and um like obviously we can't live in this idealistic world where um you're gonna be doing like everything that you're doing you're going to be enjoying because Mm. that's not how being an adult works that's not how home life that's not how um work happens and stuff but I suppose it's about being aware of the stuff that you do like and the stuff that you don't like so then you can make sure you've got a balance or um when you know that you've got a task that you've got to do that you don't like is there a way that you can make it easier like so for example mm-hmm. um i wouldn't i don't necessarily like cleaning but i love listening to podcasts right yeah. so when i'm cleaning that's a great opportunity for me to binge on some of my favorite podcasts okay um so i think it's also about that like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I think I think though once you start going down this path of really checking into yourself about what is it that you enjoy doing and who are you and what makes you you, you'll find ways to do that more and more. So I hear what you're saying that life isn't perfect. People have got jobs and need to earn a certain amount of living and you can't suddenly say, oh, I'm going to go off and do this other thing without it being without the repercussions everyone's got a choice and the choice comes with consequences but i do believe that once you start taking steps to incorporate that more and more in your life so for example no matter which career i've had whether it's when i was a developer qa seo um when i was managing a team for you know in the data team I always found ways of incorporating personal development into my job, whether that was doing free lunch and learns or volunteering or being part of great place to work, colleague development. I always found ways and it was it was telling me that this is what you're meant to be doing. Yeah, yeah. But I always thought, okay, I've got this job, I need to be doing that. But at some point I decided, you know what, why don't I just do this? Let's give it a go. Had my yeah. gap year in my mid-50s. Like, you know what, I'm going to give myself a gap year. And then you start taking steps. You and I hadn't met a year ago. We started talking about a podcast about poetry. And here we are, a year on, doing more and more of these podcasts that we are, you know, people are finding useful now, and it's benefiting them. So although I'm not telling people how to run their lives I am saying that it is important to tap into who you really are and find ways of incorporating bits however much that bit looks like it could be a teeny tiny bit could be a whole career change but don't dismiss it I think that's what I'm trying to urge people not to do yes dismiss that true part of you yes definitely 100% agree so once you are in that zone of what is it that you want to do what makes you feel fulfilled who are you again brain dump all of your goals 
Don't worry about how you're going to achieve them, what it means, just get them down on a piece of paper. And then the fifth step is, you know how we reflected on our to-do list? I want people to take a little time and reflect on their goal list. And for each one, fast forward. Okay, my goal is to sail, sail around the world, for example. My goal isn't. Let's just make it very clear that my personal goal is not. But supposing that's one of the ones that you put on a piece of paper. Go through the steps it would take to make that happen. Right from the good stuff and the not so good stuff. And then completion. How does that make you feel? Because if it's not making you feel excited and enthusiastic, maybe that goal isn't really for you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If it starts feeling like a chore, I suppose, or like you're not enjoying it, then obviously, yeah, that needs to get in the bin. <laughs> yeah. And some of it will feel like a chore. So, for example, again, going back to running a coaching business, there are parts of it that I do that it's not that the most fun, but I know that it's a necessary step to get to where I want to get to. And I'm okay yeah. with that. And as, and um, running this podcast, right? Like um, the actual recording and getting to chat to yourself and other amazing guests and stuff and like um, producing something that's helpful for the community. I love that. But then there are parts um, of having a podcast, which we both, um, it's not that we don't really like, well, I suppose, yeah, like we find more challenging, don't we? Yeah. So, yeah. And that's where the discipline comes in. And that's when the recognition that, okay, this is part of it. So if you were sailing around the world, there will be days when, you know, it, you're going to go through some rough times and it's going to be cold and you're going to be lonely and all the rest of it. Are you okay with that? Yeah. The other thing is, is check, um, are they aligned with your values? Because values are the things that will help us make a choice. Um, and off the top of my head, I cannot think of a single one right now because I think my brain has gone fuzzy. But um, for me, family time is huge. And if there was a goal that meant that I was being taken away from family for an, a long period of time, it would have to be a brilliant goal, an amazing goal, because I thrive with, when I've got my family around me. They yeah. they anchor me, they nurture me, they um, they fill my cup. So without it, I do I do struggle. I can cope with a few days, but if it was like a month away from home, I'd struggle with that. And I would have to question, is that goal important enough for me to be without family for a month? Maybe yeah. there would be one. But that's it's just checking in with your values, because if it doesn't align, then you're likely not to stick with them. Yeah. And then I suppose off, off the, you know, an offshoot of that is, are they aligned with who you want to be? So using that previous example, if I had to be away for a month from family, but it was to um, help a set of um, young children going through a difficult period of their lives and help them with personal development and nurturing and 
would I do that? Yes, I probably would because it's aligned with who I want to be. Yeah. yeah. And and I suppose it's about um so you know that it's aligned with who you want to be and like it's still going to be aligned with one of your values obviously not so much your family one but your other yeah. values of like giving back yeah. or helping people in need and I suppose it's just about okay um like putting in a contingency plan of like yeah. what you're going to do so spending time with the family before and after yeah. um making sure that like I don't know that you have a, a phone call or FaceTime while you're out sort yeah. of thing so um yeah like I think um things can always be tweaked and altered can't they yeah and it's being again I keep on using this it's about checking in with yourself and figuring out yes I, I want to do this thing I'm going to find this bit challenging but it's okay I'll find a way through um it aligns with this value but it doesn't align with this and this is how I'm going to make sure that I've put everything I need to do in place to make it, you know, give myself the best possible chance of succeeding. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, yeah. All right. So we've come Definitely to the some end. Things... Sorry. Sorry. So we've come to the end of our five steps. Yes. Yes, I was just going to say, I've definitely, my brain's got um, got me thinking of uh, things to do and stuff. Um, and I mean, what would your advice be for those who would be worried about failing with goals? Like, no. say we like, we go through yeah. these steps and we set up our goals and stuff. How do we get over that fear of like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to because I don't want to fail or... So... My one question would be, would you rather go through the feeling of failure than the feeling of regret? Mm. Yes. Yeah. One yeah, thing uh, I yeah. did years and years ago was I was working in a company. Somebody once said to me, oh, Tasman, can you make me a curry? And I said, yeah, okay, I can make you a curry. So I brought, it was Mark Webb, his name was. So I made him a curry. And then somehow that then snowballed into a weekly curry club. I would send out a message on a Monday saying, this week I'm making this curry. Let me know by Wednesday if you want it. Um, and then they, I'd bring in the curry. So I then thought, oh, it'd be great to have a catering business. I started that catering business. It didn't go to plan. Some people would say it failed. But at least now I, can, I know that I gave it a go because I think if I hadn't, I would have regretted it. Oh, but it taught 100%. me a lot. Yeah, and 100%. you'll always learn something about yourself. So I've learned huge amounts um, and I take that learning with me everywhere I go now. So the biggest thing is not to be scared of failure, right? And failure isn't a negative thing. It's like failure is about self-discovery, isn't it? And um, you can either turn failure into a teaching lesson like what you just have had or um, you can pivot and you can change it into a positive, right? Because um, you always hear, don't you, that like the multi-millionaires of the world, um, you hear how like many of them were like failing for ages, yeah. like not really making money or this was like their last shot. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, you've got to have some um, resilience, I suppose, don't you? Um, and... 
like not being scared of the big f word because do you know what i mean like it's all right to fail like it's not always negative like and you and you will fail like there are going to be times in your life where you're going to fail but either um, treat it as a as a lesson learned um or pivot change it how can you tweak it to make it into a success for next time absolutely you know what if you if you don't try you won't fail but that's awful because then you're stuck you're stuck where you are so if you want to move anywhere from where you are you've got to give something a go if you give it a go it may not go to plan it doesn't matter learn something from it pivot yourself reframe it and every day you are becoming somebody who is getting better and better at being you and therefore you can never fail. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, right, well, um, unfortunately, we have run out of time. I think we packed a lot in this episode. Sarah. I think it's been really good. I mean, my uh, notebook's full of squibbles. Um so yeah, do you want to do you want to know my main takeaway? That would be wonderful. I think my main takeaway would be the thing that we've just discussed. Really, like mm-hmm. obviously, like um, yeah, like there's so like you've given some awesome steps of how we can be true to ourselves and make sure that we're setting the goals that are important to us. And yeah, I love all that, like the order to the side. Um, but the key thing is that the conversation that we just had about failure. Oh, wow. Maybe we do an episode on failure. Yes. Yes. And we could call it something funny like the dreaded F word. And then people are going to be like, ooh. Anyway. Uh, Shall we end end with our pledge? Yes. We do it together. Before we end with our pledge, Mm -hmm. I just want to remind people, um, as I said at the beginning of the episode... Um, if you would like to support us, sorry, you might have just heard a very squeaky microphone there. Uh, if you would like to support us and you enjoy what we're doing, you enjoy listening um, to our episodes, you can donate to us um, via Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, so you can do a one off donation for us, and we'll be very appreciative of that. Link in the show notes so you can do that. And also, to make sure that you never miss an episode, um, and you don't get FOMO or yeah, like, you, you make sure that you listen to all the new episodes that come out, um, head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash listen because there you'll be able to um, subscribe to where you get your podcasts. Um, so again, that link in the show notes. I'm going to hand over the pledge to you, Tasmin. Okay. I am an SEO who prioritizes mindset and personal growth and not just for rankings improving visibility and algorithms there we go hand on your heart people um and i think because this is going to be the last episode before christmas yes uh we should say happy holidays um like have a wonderful festive time if you celebrate christmas if you don't celebrate christmas have have a wonderful time with family whatever you get up to absolutely Um, eat what you want do what you want it's your christmas it is, and we are going to be taking a short break, aren't we? Yes, um, a couple of weeks. But a couple of weeks, uh, but if you subscribe, right, you'll know as soon as yeah. we're back in the new year, um, because, yeah, it won't be long. 
Happy um, holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. That's the thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and happy holidays to you, Sarah. You and your family. Oh, ha- happy holidays to you too. I hope you enjoy your steak and chips. <laughs> Take care. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the SEO Mindset Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast and our episodes, you can support me and Tasmin by giving us a donation on our Buy Me A Coffee page. Uh, The URL is theseomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. You can donate as much or as little um, and and we'd be very appreciative. You can also follow or subscribe to the podcast by going to theseomindset.co.uk forward slash listen. Um, So by going there, you can subscribe or follow um, on your podcast playing platform of choice. And this is a great way to be notified whenever a new podcast episode is live and ready for you to listen to.